Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, simply reach out. Find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. You can subscribe to the podcast, too. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. And tonight, I'm being joined on the WATD Tiny Stage by singer-songwriter Brian Montanero. How you doing, my friend? I'm so good, man. How are you? I am great. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. For those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction. Yeah, my name is Brian Montanaro. I'm based out of Braintree, Massachusetts, South Shore in general. I've been spending this year just bringing out my original tunes, also cover tunes, but uh, just emerging myself into the scene and trying to make it a thing, and I'm just really excited to be here today. Fantastic, and you recently dropped your debut single, which I'm surprised about. I thought you'd been around a lot longer than that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been around with some bands singing and other groups. This has been my first stint doing my solo stuff. So the Divine Feminine, I went in with PB&J Records, which was such a great experience. Divine Feminine, for me, was a super important tune about the women that raised me and the femme folk in my life that brought me up. So it's just an ode to that. I'm just really excited. It's been um, really fun. And we are still kind of early in, in the, you might well, halfway through the year getting there. We're not in May already, I can't believe it. But what's coming up uh, for projects for the rest of the year? Anything you can kind of uh, hint at? Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely give hints. I have another single coming out. It's called Mirror. It'll be a spring-summer release, working on some content and a date. But I'm really excited about it. It's going to be definitely a similar vibe, a little more of a groove, a little more fun, a little more summer-oriented really excited about it. Excellent. If people want to stay up to date on the progress of any of the projects, where's the best place to go? Instagram, for sure. Definitely the most active there. Uh, I have the most followers there. I'll have it on Spotify, all music streaming platforms at that release date. I'm also on Facebook as well, if you want to connect there. Fantastic. Let's start off with some music. What are we kicking off the night with? Yeah, so this tune is called Sold My Soul. I wrote this about three years ago. It was one of the first tunes I gathered for my solo project. All right, we have Brian Montanero on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Burn 
That is a great way to start the night. Brian Montanero on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that song come to be? So I had a little bit of a group we were playing with, and we're talking about, you know, selling your soul to the devil for a dime, you know, that tune. As I was writing, I suddenly thought of, you know, selling my soul, you know, to universal law and just letting go and being unattached to what is and what will be. My idea of, of selling my soul in, in this instance would be just to cause an effect just to, to, to life and, and, and trying to stay away from you know, attachment as, as best I, as I can. It's definitely a practice. But that tune is more, I'd say, a meditation on what is, what will be, and just being present. When did music first become part of your life, Brian? As a kid. As a kid. We, we were not a sport household whatsoever. We were a music household. That was... Fleetwood Mac, uh, ZZ Top, Almond Brothers, all those classics. Just dancing with my with my dad and jamming, and I, I, I also every male in my family played the guitar, <laughs> so that was definitely an easy inspiration. And I just have loved singing since I was a kid. I think it's um, you know what, what I'm here to do. When did you actually start performing or actually picking up an instrument and making your own noise? I was about 14 when I started my first band. We were called Faces to Hey. We were an alternative emo band. 
from there, I, I've kind of, I kind of um, evolved into more of an uh, indie folk artist. Got really, really into um, jazz standards with Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, uh, Amy Winehouse, and Donny Hathaway, and kind of shifted to a little more of an indie R&B influence. Very cool. And then once you started performing and writing and, and finding your own way, when did it become more than just a hobby? When did you realize you could actually do this as a career? When I say uh, this is my first year, I'd say that is when I um, discovered that I could do it, that, that, that I could bring this into the world and have it be a career and, and make something of it. I've spent this year with a great musical community that's been booned by Jay Pissaros and PB&J Records, Carlin Tripp. Molly O'Leary has been a great influence for me as Love well. Her. Love Molly so much. But everyone I've met this year has truly been a torchbearer for me, a guide in, in showing that it's possible. So this year has been my year of putting in the work. I'm continuing to do so and figuring out what work needs to be done. And it's so fun, so fulfilling. And I've, uh, I have big dreams and big plans. And it, yeah, I'm excited. What do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned so far about the music community and about making this your path? I think a one big lesson I've learned is patience and trusting that personal hard work um, and rationalizing what needs to be done is definitely essential. And I think we expect things to happen overnight or we expect certain things to work out, but sometimes it just takes grinding and, and, and patience and just allowing things to come. I'm definitely learning what needs to be done and then also kind of stepping back a bit just doing the work and letting things come to me. That is Brian Montanero, the guest tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. Let's keep rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? Yeah, so this is my next tune will be my next release. It's called Mirror. I'm really excited about it. Let's hear it. Brian Montanero live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Some fortunate mirror, mirror, mirror. 
clearer. I got it. If I sit here in this silence, yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Smoke floats and divides here. Montanero on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, setting the mood tonight. Nice job, man. Thank you. That was incredible. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Yeah, so I had um, a pretty long stint working with some friends. I got a chance to Reiki and just getting involved with yoga and a lot of wellness culture, which was so great for me. It was just great for me to ground in myself and look at myself in a different way and really put a mirror to myself. That's when I came up with the concept of the song called Mirror, self-reflecting on my patterns, my behaviors, myself. And that's really where it stemmed from. Speaking of which, we, we talked just a moment ago about your earlier musical um, adventures, but how did you discover the voice that we're listening to tonight? Because like I said, it's really setting a mood and, and, and it's unique to what you're playing tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I have a lot of, I've had a lot of great teachers my biggest teacher would definitely be Amy Winehouse. Um, when I discovered her, that's when I really shifted from a, an alternative voice to that jazz vocal standard. I really, from her, went through a whole rabbit hole with Donny Hathaway, who is such an amazing teacher for me um, in regards to belting with the male voice. Sarah Vaughn, also with the, di- the dynamics of her voice are insane. I'm heavily inspired by jazz singers for sure. And I think you just mentioned the word there, belting, because you don't really hear a lot of male musicians who can belt like you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. When did you discover that part? Like, When did you actually realize that you were a singer as well as a musician? I've always been really singing in my house, in my living room as a kid. I, I listened to a lot of loud music um, when I was younger. A lot of Taking Back Sunday, My Chemical Romance, a lot of belting there and, 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 and high registers. There I played with that. It was when I got a little older, Hosier, Amy Winehouse, really showed me how to hone it in to really siphon the sound I wanted and where I wanted it to sit. You mentioned, too, a little while ago about the community that you discovered here. Talk about how you found your way in this community. Yes. Some of the people who have kind of uh, been a torch to help you find the way. 
Absolutely. So I first went to Lenny's Hideaway <laughs> that was in Cohasset. Such a great spot. Tuesday nights, open mic that is um, facilitated by Jay Pizarro's. That was my first time playing out with my solo stuff besides a band. And from there, I met a, a slew of folks. I, I got brought to um, the Union Brew House and the Songwriter Nights at Loretta's Last Call, Nash Bar. I'm trying to think. We also have, there's one at uh, the Moonshine Alley, which is really great. That whole touring, that those songwriter rounds has been great for me. Just meeting amazing, amazing songwriters and singers and folks that are really showing me how it's done and how it's, it's also possible. Once you started playing those events, what came next? So there I was really lucky. Uh, I was hooked up with uh, the Red Lion. I got, got in with uh, Austin Line last year. It was my first gig as a solo artist. And from there, just through connections and friends, I've gotten on other bills at the Jungle, Midway Cafe. It really has been just these connections with friends. Hewn in New Bedford has been crucial and so fun to play. There I've met a lot of folks in the New Bedford scene, including Molly O'Leary and all the folks around them. It's, it's been so, so fun. You mentioned the word connection, which I think is crucial when it comes to finding your way as a musician. What advice would you give to an aspiring musician listening right now who's maybe thinking of showcasing their original music for the first time? If you listen to most pop songs, they are three chords. So if you have a song with three chords, just bring it out, show the world, and in connection, it is crucial. It's just like any job. You're just making friends. But you're also making colleagues. You mean going in with your, with, with your best foot forward, really trying to make friendships is, I think, the funnest and best part about the music community. It is hard work, but it's so fulfilling in that way. Great advice. That's Brian Montanero on the Tiny Stage tonight. Share with us again your online information if people want to follow you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's I always say this, it's Brian Montanero. It's, it's Montana, like the state, with an R-O. So I'm Brian Montanero. You can find me on Instagram at Brian Montanero. And Brian Montanero on Facebook, Brian Montanero on all music streaming platforms from a single Divine Feminine. Fantastic. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share as well with Brian Montanero live here on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Hey everyone, it's Miley Cyrus. Hi, this is Robbie Krieger from The Doors. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. There are a lot of creators in the world today. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Hey, what's up? This is Avril Lavigne. But how do the creators you know learn about the creators from the underground? This is Brian Sansis. I'm Lainey Dion. We're Stormstress. Introducing Underground's Best Worldwide. Run by Cape Cod Dally Jason. Underground's Best? Underground's Best. Underscore Underground's. Underscore Best. Follow on Instagram today. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Che. Make sure to follow me tonight, Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, and you can subscribe to the podcast do a search for Almost Famous WADD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. Tonight, being joined on the tiny stage by South Shore singer-songwriter Brian Montanero. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing so great. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So give yourself another introduction, if you would. Yes, my name is Brian Montanero. I'm a singer-songwriter based out of Braintree, Massachusetts, south of Boston. So excited to be here. Thank you. And share with us your online information so we can follow along as we listen tonight. 
Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at Brian Montanero. That's Montana like the state with an R-O, Brian Montanero. Same thing for Facebook. You can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, and all streaming platforms for my single Divine Feminine. Excellent. And that came out just a little while ago. So talk about the details on that. Where is it available and, uh, and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. So that came out on the 21st and that was, I'm sorry, March 21st. I released it on a new moon. New moons are really great for really planting a seed and building. I'm really excited about this song because I've written it about all of the women and femme folk in my life um, that really have guided me, got me into places I couldn't be as a queer person. You know, women and femme folk have always been essential for me, you know, showing me the way and, and being my protector, my leader, all this, my mom, my aunt, my sisters, my friends. So it's an ode to that energy and to them. Fantastic. Let's continue with the music. What are we listening to next? Divine Feminine. All right. Good timing. (laughs) Let's hear it. Brian Montanero live on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Brian Montanero live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Let's talk more about that song. How did that happen? That song is just so incredible in so many ways. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so I had a, a moment of my life where I, I really was shifting gears in my, my you know, my perspective of, of myself and how I reacted with my world. And I really was shifting to a point where I was learning from my friends who were great teachers to really lead with a, with a sense of, of uh, certainty, you know, that, that I've always kind of, I've leaned to more of a passive character. And I, I learned that I could also lead with compassion and also be assertive, but with mindfulness. And I learned from my friends that that, that was possible and that that divine feminine energy is very receptive. It's very nurturing, but it can also, it can organize, it can also facilitate and it can also drive as well as the masculine. So that really was the, the idea behind it, was that kind of the polarity of the feminine being um, a force to create. Let's talk about your songwriting, Brian. When did songwriting enter your life, and when did you actually start sharing that talent with the world? Yeah, so I did start writing songs when I was about 14, 15 with my band. I, I, I just really loved lyrics, you know, the beauty that words can, can convey really, really drove me. And I learned that I really liked to sing as well. I, I, I first began putting things out into the world when I was about, I'd say, 21. And I was with a group. I was a singing in that group. And I kind of shifted to a couple different groups. Now I'm in a, a great group called Ballast. We're a psych rock band. Definitely check us out as well. But my f- solo stuff, really, I was kind of nurturing in my cave at home. You know, and this this year has been the first year that I'm bringing it out into the world and really trying to solidify it as something to stand on and, and share. How do you think that writing has evolved from those early teenage, you know, punk pop bands to what you're putting out today? It has evolved a lot. I really valued very um, long form and intricate. I really loved brand new growing up and I loved very intricate lyrics and beautiful phrases. As I've gotten older and as I've been writing, I've, I've condensed a little bit, simplified made it a little more digestible and, and fun as well, I'd say. Using that last song, Divine Feminine, maybe as an example, when is a song ready? When is it finished enough to be played live? When is it ready to be laid down in the studio? When it's as short as possible, when I've trimmed the fat as much as possible <laughs> and, and I, my ears perk up the whole time. So talk about that. How do you edit, if you will? So I usually really, I, I find a riff, I, I hang on it, and I usually have fun with it and sing over it. Then I just kind of throw it all against the wall. I kind of look at it, cut where I can. I'm always trying to cut because I think I, I'm, I am an extrovert in my social life, but also it, when I create, I definitely, things flow through me. And it, I think it's, a, I've found my process. It's just to let it flow out and then just cut what's around it into what fits into the, uh, into the frame. So that song, Divine Feminine, that we just heard, you mentioned it influenced a lot by the, the female uh, folk movement. Talk about some of your influences. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to today? Yeah, so my first love, I'd say, is definitely Fleetwood Mac uh, singing with my father and dancing around in the living room and in the car. As I grew up, I was into a lot of um, alternative artists. I'd say, you know, like Paramore, Taking Back Sunday, My Chemical Romance. As I got older, I shifted a little more to a jazz scene. I'd say with Amy Winehouse, she showed me so many beautiful artists. Her phrasing truly has inspired me so much. She has such a great mind. If you listen to her first album, Frank, there are so many gems in there, I think, that go uh, underlooked. 
as well as her Lioness Hidden Treasure record that was posthumous. Just beautiful and really showed me the beauty within small spaces on that and some of those jazz tracks. Like Wake Up Alone, the original recording is absolutely beautiful and really, really inspires me. And I think she's another one of those artists who is just so underappreciated and you don't recognize that talent until that artist is no longer here. Yeah, it's really unfortunate and it's, it's totally sad and I really would love to see what she'd be doing today, but I'm really grateful to have her by my side. She's an amazing teacher for sure. What song do you wish you had written if you could pick one? I would say Wake Up Alone by Amy Winehouse, the original recording. That's on the Lioness Hidden Treasure uh, posthumous record. It's just beautiful. Very cool. So you're driving in the car. You've got your Spotify playlist on your phone. You put on that one song, that guilty pleasure song that nobody knows you listen to. You roll the windows up. You're building at the top of your lungs. What is that song? <laughs> it's Blow by Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I love Beyonce Great so answer. much. Yep. Who doesn't? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Brian Montanero, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Let's continue with your music. What's next? This is a tune called Gnosis. Let's hear it. The Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD with Brian Montanero. Spot 
Brian Montanero live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that one, man. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Yeah, so uh, Gnosis uh, means knowledge of self. I wrote this tune in a point in my life where I was shifting as well. I think I actually just talked about it. When I was really shifting into my power and, and, and seeing where I could lead and, and direct my own thoughts, I had a friend who was so almost martial. She was amazing. She was studying Buddhism. She was very in touch with herself, but she was very, she was assertive and mindful. And I, 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 she is, I should say, I really look up to her and I look up to that being able to be that, be mindful and compassionate, but also direct. So I wrote that tune about really standing in my power, but not losing my softness or, or the compassion that I, that I do value about myself. I've seen you play live a couple of times now, and I think you deliver that message in your live performances. Talk about how live performance became a part of your life. I firstly performed at a summer camp when I was about, I would say, 15 with my first band called Faces Day, and I couldn't even look at the stage. I was so nervous. Since then, I've done it more and more and and, and put myself out there. It is definitely what I once feared. But now is my favorite part. I love going out and playing, seeing other artists, being able to play. There's a magic there. It's it's such an amazing space um, and container that you create when you get people together to share that. What is your most favorite performance moment to date, if you can think of one? Honestly, it was where I just saw you at the Red Lion Inn. We we had um, Night Bitch with us. And it just sounds really great in that room. The red line in is such a cool little space. It's very, um, it's, I feel, it almost feels like you're in the know when you're down there, you know, and night bitch is so amazing as well as Shannon Davis. It was just a really great night of music. We were all dancing. I felt like we were ringing in spring. It just was fun. We are chatting with Brian Montanero here on the WATD tiny stage and let's keep on rolling with the music. I think we have two more left. Yeah. What are we listening to next? Yeah, this tune is called Tossing Seeds. All right, 95.9 WATD, we're live on the tiny stage.
visit we wander and in different sets the stars would guide us if we we'd only to walk between the Brian Montanero live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that song happen, Brian? This one's really funny. I was at a friend's place. We're hanging out. This is like my, my family, my friend family. And my friend Spencer, he was talking about something. I think he didn't really, I think he wasn't very certain about what he was saying. And he was like, you know, I may just be tossing seeds. And I was like, wow, man. Wow. That, okay. That's a song. Yeah. I may, may, may just be tossing seeds about this and I was like, oh man that's a tune and uh you know i think with my tunes i really like to offer a different perspective kind of more omniscient i like my tunes are a little more meditative not so direct or certain on a certain subject i think they're more just meditating on 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 memories and i really would love to tap into someone's feeling nature with my tunes so th- this one was really just just tossing seeds considering what this life is about and why we're here and what the purpose of life is. Maybe it's just beauty or maybe, maybe we're just wandering and, and that's it. You know, so that's really the tune. The and I tune think the songs it. that are open to interpretation are some of the best songs of all time. Yeah, I really love it. You know, it, it becomes something that you can, you can take for yourself and 
and really put the, your own meaning to it. It was funny. I was, I was watching something about Tom York and he had um, a couple of slips of lines for a certain song. He just threw them in a hat and created a song. And you, there's so much meaning for it for everyone in different ways. It really doesn't it doesn't matter if it who wrote it for for what it is open. And I really do love songs like that. You touched upon this earlier in the evening, but as a musician who identifies as queer, how have you found your acceptance in the community? So that was a great learning curve for me. You know, going out, I think that, you know, as a queer person, well, I try not to, but I think you innately kind of come in with uh, feeling a little bit like an outsider. I didn't feel that way. Meeting Jay and going through the songwriter nights and, and, and meeting everyone there, it was so amazing. And then meeting Molly and I have so many friends like Huli J. Chan, Cassie Soares, or Cassie Lee. Just great, great artists, you know, that are showing me the way and, and, and making me feel included. The queer community, the musical queer community is beautiful. And it, it, it was something I wasn't aware of. And now that I am, it's been so much fun and it makes me so hopeful. And it just feels great to be a part of it. What can we do to continue to make the community open and welcome to everyone? I think exactly what you're doing what you know the people i'm i'm following and working with are doing and hopefully just keeping an eye out for shows and gigs and releases the music community around here it's so rich and it's so fruitful and if you pay attention you'll find some great tunes i wasn't even aware of and now i have friends like playlists of my friends tunes that i listen to it's it is there if you look for it whether it's dealing with the lgbtq community dealing with different genders male female what still needs to be done what what, what do we still need to work on in your opinion well, I think a big thing that we're seeing right now is issues with trans rights and, and being, I think, knowledgeable about what's going on. I feel like there's a lot for me to learn as I am a queer person, although I am a like cisgender male. There's a lot for me to learn and to, 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 to be taught about and just being open. I think if we just keep an open mind or have some patience and hold space for people's reality, you'll learn that there's a lot of beautiful art that can come from there. There's Absolutely. A lot of relationships. That's Brian Montanero, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. We are coming up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Absolutely. All right. We'll do that after this. You're listening to Almost Famous. We're live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, the South Shores radio station, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Hey, everyone, it's Miley Cyrus. Hi, this is Robbie Krieger from The Doors. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. There are a lot of creators in the world today. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Hey, what's up? This is Avril Lavigne. But how do the creators you know learn about the creators from the underground? This is Brian Sansis. I'm Lainey Dion. We're Stormstress. Introducing Underground's Best Worldwide, run by Cape Cod Dally Jason. Underground's Best? Underground's Best. Underscore Underground's. Underscore Best. Follow on Instagram today. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Each week brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined tonight on the Tiny Stage by Brian Montanero. How you doing, man? Sounding great tonight. Thank you. I'm doing so great. I'm having so much fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Share with us again your website, the socials, and give yourself another introduction, too. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Brian Montanero. I'm a singer-songwriter just south of Boston. I'm in Braintree, Massachusetts. You can find me on Instagram. It's Brian Montanero, M-O-N-T-A-N-A-R-O. 
as well as Facebook under the same name. My music is released under my name, Brian Montanero. I have my first single, Divine Feminine, on Spotify, Apple Music, and all other streaming platforms, even, even Snapchat. <laughs> you can find me there. Awesome. And follow the socials because I understand there's new music to come, too. Yes, absolutely. My second single. Excellent. We have time for one more song before we wrap things up tonight. What are we closing out with? This tune is called What I Believe Becomes Me. And before you play it, talk about it. How did this song happen? Yeah, so this one was one of those that I was just writing down, doodling with words, and What I Believe Becomes Me just came out. And I just had a little meditation on what that meant to me. And I really realized that if I do believe, I can be. And I've really learned that through people in my life, but also me doing it. I'm realizing things are possible and I just need to believe it. Brian Montanero, thank you again. Get home safely. Best of luck with the new single whenever that comes out. And we will uh, hopefully catch each other at a future show. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. 95.9 WATD. One final time. The tiny stage is yours. Of my thoughts 
believe becomes me. What I 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 believe becomes me.